welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Liar Liar. Mom on Fire. There it is. A supernatural <laughs> podcast right here on the Onstage Blog Podcast Network at onstageblog.com. I'm Chris Peterson. Joining with me as always is the wonderful, talented, intelligent, I'm, I'm buttering, buttering her up on mm-hmm. this podcast, my wife, Nicole Peterson. How are you doing, Nicole, this week? I'm doing well. Thank you, sir. And thank you, folks, for joining us on episode two of this journey through the SPN universe, if mm-hmm. you will. So if you if this is your first episode, um, first of all, go back. Let's Please. The first episode. Yeah. <laughs> Why jump into this, this late? Um, but secondly, uh, if this is your first time joining us, this is where we will deep dive and going back and rewatching all of Supernatural, starting with episode one of season one. So that was last week. Mm-hmm. We did the pilot. This week we are doing episode two, Wendigo. Yay. One word, Wendigo. Wendigo. I was hunting these woods when your mommy was still kissing you goodnight. Yeah? It's a damn near perfect hunter. Smarter than you. And it's going to hunt you down and eat you alive unless we get your stupid sorry ass out of here. <laughs> you know you're crazy, right? Yeah? You ever hunt? What a great cool word. We're going to deep dive. We're gonna, we've got some really interesting categories uh, to get through the whole nine yards. But let's start. Let's kick things off with how Netflix would describe this show <laughs> because we all know that sometimes Netflix is not as accurate as they should be when it comes to their synopsis uh, mm-hmm. description, so to speak. So here's the synopsis according to Netflix. Sam and Dean follow the coordinates in their father's journal and land in Colorado where they investigate the disappearance of several campers. I would say the only inaccurate thing is the several. There's only three. No, but there are generations worth. Right. Oh, I, I mean, if we're if they're going to investigate that too, I guess. Yeah. All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. But we, we initially we see three. Right. There yes. You go. There you go. Um, Nicole. Yes. Let's kick things off. Give me some general thoughts you had about this this episode. Um, I love the giant bag of M and M's and the Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> so that was, that was more of a Hansel and Gretel <laughs> reference. Well, he left a bag of M&M trail. Oh, that's right. Okay. Instead of breadcrumbs. You know what's weird? I just, I read that as an E.T. thing. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Oh, well, it also could probably be an E.T. thing. I mean, it's definitely more of a Hansel and Gretel. Now that I think about it more, it's definitely a Hansel and Gretel thing, but yeah. But it could, t- it, again, it could be an E.T. thing too. Definitely. Definitely. What Dean is the child of the 80s. That's true. What else do you have for this episode? Um, I love the conversation that they have with the old man in the cabin. I think it's super creepy, the lighting and mm-hmm. the music. And not only that, that the actor who plays the old man, I don't know his name, but he I mean, is really childlike. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, like the way that that kind of spirals into him recalling that event with his family is like intense. Definitely played trauma really, really well yeah. in the episode. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's this really cool, after Ranger Roy gets snatched, there's this really cool swipe that Sam does with the flashlight that Mm -hmm. goes into the commercial break. And it ties into that like sound effect that they always use before the commercial breaks. Oh, is that that the first time they do that swipe thing? That swipe sound effect? They've done it 
a couple times, but it's the first time that the visual matched the sound, mm. and it it was just really cool. Well, this is also the first time we get the opening credit sound effect. So there yes. you go. I mean, really, we're just improving leaps and bounds in the pilot episode. Um, I I like that this really got to see. This is where you really see them in hunting mode. Yeah. So like literally hunting mode because yes. they're hunting the Wendigo, um, but. It, it, you get to see kind of their skill sets mm-hmm. more so than they did in the pilot, which I right. thought was really, really well done. Um, also, you get to see Dean's ways with the ladies a little <laughs> bit, um, which, you know, again, being 2019, a little dated here and there. I'm mm-hmm. sure maybe it might get a little worse. A little I mean, it does. And through the first couple seasons, the monster of the week also tends to be a lady of the week. Mm. You know, there tends to be a lady that goes along with that, which really changes as the characters develop. Yeah. Like the, it, it exists for the first couple seasons, but then that kind of. Exactly. And folks, just to give you a heads up, we are not going to spoil things yeah. for later in the year, but we will obviously allude because, you know, you can't not sometimes, right. you know, talk about what happens, you know, 14 years later in the right. show, so to speak. So um, there you go. I got to be honest though. Yeah. Ranger, let's talk about Ranger Roy real quick. Uh, not a very well-written character. No. Not very smart. No. Um, very clear that he's going to die quickly. Yes. <laughs> as, as soon as he starts doubting, like, you know, the, the symbols, like, oh, I got to stay inside your magic circle. I really, the, what would have made that all better, though, is if he had put on a hat and been, when the thing ran by, but like, oh, clever girl. <laughs> right. It was like one step short of that guy from Jurassic Park. I mean, my God. Um, yeah, not not a smart character, and, and I was actually pretty happy to see him um, perish mm-hmm. pretty quickly. But um, what else do you have for this episode, general thoughts-wise? Um, just the, the man-I-hate-camping line at the end. Mm. I feel like that it, 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 it will come back later in the series, but it just it says a lot about who Dean is the fact that even though he is a hunter, mm-hmm. he, he's not a hunter. <laughs> he's not an actual literal hunter. Um, I don't know, Nicole, I, I felt this episode felt long to me. Yes. And maybe it's because they it just, a lot of it's them wandering in the woods and mm-hmm. wandering in a cave, the same sections of mm-hmm. woods and caves over and over again. Um, but it definitely like, I mean, these episodes are all pretty much the same length of time. Yeah. They're all about 49, 50 minutes. Um, this one felt like <laughs> I felt mm-hmm. every minute of it, so to speak. Um, and I think the pacing just felt a little bit off. Yeah. Um, I think it's, you know, it's the first episode technically. So, yeah. you know, you kind of get those kinks out of there. But yeah, it, it just felt like a long, it's a long watch. Mm-hmm. I felt. How did you, did you, did you feel that too? I did. Part of it, I, kind of felt a little Blair witchy to me Mm -hmm. in the meandering through the woods, like part of what amps up the nerves towards the end is just the fact that they've been stuck there for so long. Um, You're not someone who ever goes in the woods, but coming from someone who's been lost in the woods myself several times, that feeling of just, walking and walking forever and ever when you that is the uncomfortable part for me Mm. so it did feel a little long and i feel like the actual the parts like in the apartment 
And when they're walking down the street and that kind of stuff, maybe could have even been tightened up a little bit. Right. Um, but I really, I didn't mind the time in the woods that much, but again, I'm someone who's been lost in the woods by myself before. So. Yeah. We're going to talk about that <laughs> in this episode. I promise you that folks. Um, I got some thoughts on that. Too. <laughs> but um, when your wife goes for walks alone in the woods. <laughs> yeah. First of all. In yeah. the devil's hop yard. Yeah, literally there's a park near our house called the Devil's Hop Yard. And my wife is like, I'm going to go walk there with my son. And I'm like, that's a good idea. Like, just, yeah. Did I tell you about the time? I think I told you that we met a guy named Damien in the woods. Oh, Jesus. I, so, and Sam was like, hey, what's your name? And he said, like, Damien. Damien. And I was like, Rah! This is my life, folks. This is my life. Oh. Anyway. Um, let's get into the categories for this episode. So what we want to do first of all is talk about the the villain this week, the antagonist, the creature, the monster, whatever it is, mm-hmm. by asking the question, how bad is the big bad? So Nicole, mm-hmm. Wendigo, how bad is the big bad this week? I would say mid-range bad, yeah. in the middle. Like I think he again, they know how to kill him. They mm-hmm. know what he is. Right. There's no big question. The only thing is, is that it's a very intelligent killer. Yeah. It, you know, that's, that's the bad part. I mean, I, I don't think it has any delusions of what it is or what, what it it's is. doing. There's no master plan. It's just, it, it's hungry. It's going to feed and that's the end of it. Yeah. I mean, it's very feral in that way. Well, and that's um, the only thing that it has no sense of its humanity is gone. So when it's taking that boy's parents away, right? that's the, the horror of it. It's not, it's because it doesn't matter who it's killing. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Next, next category where we talk about the, the, the things that creep us out in this episode. I call it, it's a little spooky, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? I should have probably asked that as a question. It's a, little, it? it's a little bit spooky, isn't it? Shout out to yellow fever. Woohoo. There you go. So, <laughs> Cool. Did anything in this episode truly scare you, creep you out, yes. disturb you, shook you, whatever it is? Yes. Um, number one, the carry hand yeah. in the beginning. Nice carry reference there. I like I have a real problem with like religious horror movies. Like mm-hmm. they really bother me. And man oh man, that carry hand scared the crap nice out of me there. yes yeah, and like now that i know it's coming i'm cool but the first time i saw it i was like oh no um and then just again i wrote down literally this feels like i'm walking in the devil's hop yard and i've never been lost in the devil's hop yard because thank god i know i'd never see you again <laughs> and i would assume the wendigo got you yes and or that devil <laughs> or the devil i mean why they call it the devil's hop yard i have no idea but um for me I mean, I think anything horror that happens in camping, mm-hmm. like that's going to freak me out. Like the woods. Being well, you lonely, just don't like the woods. Don't like the woods. I mean, we live in a almost isolated kind of house in the yeah. woods as it is. And you constantly ask me to go outside to do things at night <laughs> and I don't want to do that. We them. live in the woods because you love me. Let's just be real that's about true. that. Like, oh, and we York's. lived in an old creepy house because like, you love me. Thing, folks. We live in the we live in the woods and I work in New York City. I would much rather live in New York live City. Live Let's just put it that way. <laughs> but um, I have a real problem at like nine PM at night when there are no, no street lights on our streets, so it's mm-hmm. pitch black out there. 
And Nicole's like, hey, did you take out the trash? No. <laughs> Can you do it right now? No. no. I will Don't. get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. And take the I, trash you know what's out there, Nicole. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to go out in the dark. But yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, I never feel good about taking out the trash at night. But yeah, I do it because I'm an awesome, awesome husband. But yes, camping in horror movies mm-hmm. is always going to creep me out. So um, this next category, not really applicable because we don't really get a lot of music in this episode. Mm-hmm. So worst Netflix song, replacement song doesn't really apply. No, I think they actually, I liked the music from this episode. It was all instrumental and I felt like it was all, it fit well. Right. Right. There we go. All right. Let's get into how I, hey, I know you. Um, yeah. Where we talk about some of the folks that were guest stars that went on to, you know, have some pretty notable careers or some recognizable mm-hmm. people. We actually got two this episode. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Corey Monteith. Mm-hmm. The late great from Glee, mm-hmm. Corey Monty, the very sh- small role at the beginning. He plays one of the campers that's, uh, you know, kidnapped and then uh, Gary, Gary, mm-hmm. kid, you know, killed later on. Um, and then the second one, Baby with, Han. I mean, Alden Enreich, yeah, the future Han Solo from the Han Solo movie, um, the terrible Han Solo movie. Shh. I'm just gonna say it. I know you didn't like it. <clears throat> Wasn't feeling. I liked it. Um, but uh, yeah, he is. Jimmy? Is that is, are the ben. young Ben? I'm sorry, <laughs> Jimmy. 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 Ben. Um, he plays the, the younger brother who is, you know, mute in the first half of this episode, and then just starts talking out of no place. I'm like, you know, he had no lines of dialogue, but um, kind of cool to see a very, you know, young, very mm-hmm. scrawny Alden Enrich, mm-hmm. uh, because he is definitely, you know bulked up so to speak for Han Solo later on but yeah so we got two Hey I Know You in this episode which I thought was pretty cool alright folks it's time quote of the episode Nicole I have a couple nominees but I want to hear your first nominee okay I only have two let's go through all the nominees um, the first one it's not the winner this is just this will be my my runner up I know it Uh, but when Dean says it's the most honest I've ever been with a woman ever I just will pause there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a nice kind of peek into his character mm-hmm. and who he becomes eventually. I think. Yeah. A little genuine moment there. Yeah. Um, I like, I like that exchange that him and uh, Sam have where it's like, when did you start shooting first and asking questions yes. later? And, and, yes. and Sam's just like, since now. Yeah. And I was just like, Whoa, like, it's, <laughs> It's like you killed you killed his girlfriend, you killed his right. mom, like it's it's on. Like yeah. Sam's on a mission. Um, what's your next nominee? Uh saving people, hunting things, the family business. That's kind of an iconic line too, isn't it? it? Well, I mean, yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's just it, kind of the line. It's the line. So I yeah, I think that's that's the winner. Yeah. I mean that's that's the quote of the episode. This is why. This book. This is Dad's single most valuable possession. Everything he knows about every evil thing is in here. And he's passed it on to us. I think he wants us to pick up where he left off. You know, saving people, hunting things. The family business. That makes no sense. Um, there you go. Not Enough said on that, that mm-hmm. topic, which I thought was really good. But yeah, again, not a lot of great quotes in this episode, so to speak. But, you know, it's a, you know, it's an interesting episode. All right, let's get into our Sam and Dean moments. Yes. What was your Dean moment? 
for this episode? My Dean moment. I have a couple. Okay. Um, well, sweetheart, I don't do shorts. <laughs> and also just, again, with that bag of M&Ms, it's a, he's has a sweet tooth and this is kind of the first real peek at it. Okay. And that follows his character. Um, and I love the oh man face he makes when Haley lets them into their house. Like I thought that was a really funny character moment. And mm. it's something that like people actually do. Mm. It wasn't like a, Oh, thank you so much, Haley. Let me walk into your house. Do, 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 do. No, it was him turning to his brother being like, yes. And maybe not again, the most gentlemanly mm-hmm. <laughs> of actions, but I think it spoke to who he is a lot. Um, and I really just, I love what they do in the fire. Like when they're talking about the fire, like that's, I love Dean there. There you go. Um, I, I do like, I think Dean's moment for me was the end when she's like, you know, cheapening the moment. So yes. To speak. And he doesn't really cheapen the moment. I mean, he kind of stays genuine. He kind of stays sweet. And I, that's where his, you know, like I've, I've never been this honest with a woman yeah. ever line. That's nice peeking to Dean, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I, that was my Dean moment for this episode. How was your Sam moment? Um, in the beginning when he's just like saying, I should have told you the truth. Mm. I, and that, for as much as he loved Jessica and was doing everything for her, his loyalty to his family and what he had been taught still superseded that. And just, even though it was in a dream, that conversation really got me. Wow. Yeah. For me, it was his knowledge of the beast this week. Mm -hmm. Like you just saw there are peaks in this episode where Sam's like, wait a second. Like, yeah, I know what this is. Like it, it was just like, and, and it's almost – and he's doing it without, like, research. He's doing it without, like, mm-hmm. having to go back. He just has that instinct of, like, I know what this exactly what the situation right. is before Dean knows it. And Dean's yeah. the one who's continuously been hunting, so to speak. So um, I thought that was his moment where it's like, you know, he kind of takes charge yes. in this episode, which was nice. How about your bro-ment? Your bro-ment for um, Wendigo. Wendigo. When, what's Wendigo. going on in that freaky head of yours? Like that, that first start to their conversation, like mm-hmm. Dean starts it with humor and then he's like, and don't say you're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that I thought was really great because granted in our, in my family, everything starts with humor mm-hmm. and that's how we get into any conversation because we're, we're wonderful, but kind of awkward people. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> Um, so we start everything with a joke and that I felt like was really touching. It was also true though, because yes, there are some people who can say, I know something's really bothering you. Just tell me what you're feeling. Mm. That's not Dean. And I don't think that's most people. So that's a good point. That's a good point for me. It's their, their conversation about the journal. Yeah. I mean, this is the first episode that we really kind of see it. Well, we saw it last episode. Like, it got tossed out. Oh, that's true. But, You're right. But this is where we get to see, like, the inside. Yes. And, like, the extensiveness mm-hmm. of the note-taking and things like that. And um, I like that. I like the exchange that they have talking about, like, why it's so important. Yes. I think there's almost a noble mission. Yes. And so to speak, and things like that. That that was my pro mm-hmm. so to speak, for this week. I also like the peaks that we get 
into who John is, even though we don't see him, see him. We see him for that first moment in the pilot and we get a couple digs from Sam in the pilot about, you know, him being on a trip with Jose and Jim and you know that, but this is the first time we get to see his military background and him leaving coordinates and, you know, it, it's a different picture. It really is. is. It's a good point. It's a good point by you. Um, All right. Well, last question, last category. Mm -hmm. How many Jefferson starships would you give this episode? This was a tough one. Mm. Because I think it's like a really important building block episode to what happens in the rest of the season. I'm giving it a four with a question mark because Mm. we need it. This episode needs to happen. It's not the best episode. And it's not even close to being the best episode, but I think it's it's an absolutely necessary episode to learning who these guys are. So, mm. and I'm glad that you and I are having this um, difference in scoring because you're coming from the knowledge point of like knowing where these things kind of lie in the right. scheme of things. I don't. Right. I'm not nearly knowledgeable about season one through mm-hmm. fourteen as you are. Um, so for me, I gave it a three because mm-hmm. it's just like. It, it, it is a meh. Yeah. It's just kind of a meh, very basic villain or creature or things. Mm-hmm. It's shot well, though. Yeah. That, that I think really, you know, ups the game. But oh. yeah. Oh, I have a lingering question. You I really heard. don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> I, you're the only person in the room. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm not going to not call on you. But what if the dog raised her paw? That's true. The dog is sleeping right next to you. Yeah. Um, so why are all of the Wendigo scratch marks bloody? If he's climbing trees, they don't need to be bloody. They can just be scratch marks. That's a great question. That, I think, is just a design choice to make it creepy. Okay. Without, without any thought put into it. Mm-hmm. Again, first episode. Yes. Technically the first episode of the series. So, um, wow. So we zipped through that one. I know. That was great. With that said, two thumbs up to the design team because the second episode looked like the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a continuation of that same picture. And who which knows what the gap of time was between filming mm-hmm. those two episodes. So that's that's absolutely true. Um, awesome. Awesome. Well, folks, we're, like I said, we're going to do probably maybe one or two of these per week. So definitely you know, keep updating, keep looking at it. If you like what you're hearing, thank you. Keep listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can catch new episodes of Liar, Liar, Mom on Fire on the Onstage Blog Podcast Network at onstageblog.com, as well as all of our podcasts. There's several of them on there right now. Um, Some of them are almost 30 episodes into them. So crazy. That's bananas. I know. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So, but again, I'm really happy that we're doing this one. A lot of people are asking me, why is a theater blog doing a supernatural podcast? Mm -hmm. And I said, why not? Why not? Because what other you know theater po- website is doing a super, uh, a supernatural podcast? That's what I have to say about that. So mm-hmm. plus, I also know there's a lot of people that love on stage blog that also love supernatural. So and supernatural has also done musical episodes. So there you go. Spoiler alert, Nicole. Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> we'll get to that too, I guess. But In a while. <laughs> that's going to be like a double bonus episode. I mean, so again, folks, these episodes very kind of a loose format, so to speak. We're not looking to make these things in you know two hours long, but some of them are going to be longer than others because there's a lot to discuss, especially as we get further into the series. Yes. We start talking about sort of previous episodes and, and stuff serious like that. mythology. Exactly. What? So again, 
you know, stay with us. We're only two episodes into Supernatural. Again, I'm taking all this stuff in live. And I'm trying really hard to keep my mouth shut. There we go. There we go. So we'll see you right here next week on Liar Liar. Mom on fire. There you go. Have a good one.